0: hey hi hello there my friends it's the beginning of december um it's cooler weather if you are somewhere other than florida i mean today which is yesterday for anyone that's listening to this um when it comes out it was actually pretty cold so that was fun i busted out a sweater um i felt like very winter-esque i don't know We don't get much weather here in Florida, so like it was really 60 degrees, like kind of like in the middle of the day, got down to like 50 at some points, but it was nice and I just enjoyed that. And I just feel like I need to mention it because it's cooler weather and it's more weather for me. Um, There's that. But yeah, so grab yourself a nice cup of hot chocolate and enjoy this podcast. So today we are covering the overall... Um, book and the some of the research I did around this book and we're also going to be talking about the 2018 HBO movie um, for Fahrenheit 451 so if you haven't watched that movie and you don't want to get any spoilers don't listen to the second half of the podcast Uh, there's a little break where I come in in the middle um, so you can just make sure you listen for that so that you know when that's happening or you can pause right now watch the movie and come back to this episode and enjoy it um one thing I do want to say is I recorded this um, back in March when I first started making episodes for this so I have learned a lot since then which you will probably realize but I accidentally um Used the wrong microphone and used my computer's microphone instead of this wonderful microphone that I paid some good money for, um, and I recorded this whole thing with my computer's microphone. So therefore, the sound quality is not as great as I would have wished, but it does—it's st- still like hearable and all that. And I didn't want to eliminate it so this was going to be two episodes which is why it's kind of long um but i just decided since i made that error i will release the whole thing as one and hopefully you all still enjoy it and still enjoy the content and i promise i will not make that mistake again i do double check every time and now i'm saying that something bad is gonna happen so i'm just gonna uh knock on wood hope for the best that that doesn't happen again and yeah so I hope you all enjoy this episode of Fahrenheit 451. Hello, everybody. I'm joined today with Nova again. Hello. Hello. Uh, So today we're going to be discussing sort of the background of Fahrenheit 451 and why it's so popular today and all those good things. So I did a little bit of Googling and just an interesting part of the background is he kind of got the um, Ray Bradbury kind of got the idea for this book because of the book burnings in Nazi Germany, Um, because the time that he was writing this, it was just post World War II, And so like that's kind of the world if you imagine that's kind of the world he was in and like I think I think I read that it took place in uh when he was 15 and then he wrote this book fully when he was 30 so like that's the kind of like now you kind of understand more of why the whole uh, bombs and all that kind of stuff happened you know Mm -hmm. like in the book i think that it's kind of interesting to look at what his perspective on the world was when he was writing and he really thought that this might be the way the world turns out because it's kind of like the introduction of the tv and all that kind of stuff starting to take over also just like an interesting little background point the other reason he got the idea to write the book for the pedestrian which is what he wrote before this um he was walking with a friend when a cop pulled up and asked him what he was doing. And he like very snarkily said, putting one foot in front of the other. And the cop literally said and told him to not do it again.
1: Oh my god.
0: Yeah. And that's how he wrote for pedestrian.
1: <laughs> the sass. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> and then I guess this is happening in LA, which is not a very like pedestrian friendly city already, but like, whoa yeah really I was like oh and then oh you figured out because we talked a little bit last time about how Guy did not seem to be making that much money and yeah yeah, and then you talked about the inflation rate was like 970% so he made 64 grand a year and the hospital visit was 534 dollars
1: yeah I remember that I like had written it all down of um what it was yeah I was insane.
0: Yeah, I put like, it right at the top of my notes. I was like,
1: "Oh, <laughs> I so was I shocked to, to it. see it went that far."
0: Yeah, for like sure. from
1: 1950 to today, that big of a jump. I was yeah. like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> was not expecting 970 percent increase.
0: Yeah, so I sh- I was sure that it was going to be more. But, like, he's making decent money as a firefighter. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So, it's like, I thought they were going to be, like, poor. But what did you remember that you calculated out the TV? Because I didn't write it down. Do you know? It's okay. Oh, I know. Ha-
1: it, yeah, I had done it, and I completely forgot to write that part down. It was, like, the TV was, like, 2,000, right? Yeah. Okay, let me see if I can find that. It would be twenty
0: one thousand four hundred sixty seven dollars. Oh my gosh! that's absolutely ridiculous. That's like truly.
1: Oh my gosh! I thought like a couple hundred was expensive for a TV, and <laughs> twenty
0: one thousand. Uh, oh my lord! <laughs> I know the way they did the TV in the movie was really interesting too. I
1: I feel like that gave me a better almost understanding of what they had meant by like it being
0: the wall. Yeah, for sure. Because so, it really was the wall. It wasn't like a TV on the wall. It was. The
1: it wall. was yeah. It was the whole wall. I was like, okay, that kind of makes sense
0: now. Yeah, seeing for sure. that. Oh, and just a fun little like movie trivia part. Um, all of the books are actually protected by cop. Like the covers are protected by copyright. So the art team literally had to make a bunch of covers so that they could burn them.
1: Oh my god, that's insane.
0: Yeah all these authors were, like, donating books to be burned, because they felt like it was such an honor.
1: That's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because there was a, basically, they said they were, uh, the director is, like, a super book nerd, and he said that he wanted to include some of his favorites, like Crime and Punishment, there's a couple others he listed, but he also knew you needed, like, the good books, the bad books, and, like, I think I saw that there was, like, the memoir of, like, Adolf Hitler was in there, too. But it's, like, you can't just have that your specific books that you like, and he realized that. So he chose, like, a wide range of books, like, in all sorts of different languages to be showcased and burned in the movie.
1: Uh, yeah, I did see that. I remember there was one, like, in, like, an, like Chinese or Japanese or something. I'm not really sure which one it was, but I remember yeah. seeing, like, the writing And I was like,
0: oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we can't talk about a classic without talking about banned books. (laughs) So, in Santa Rosa County, which is in Florida, a lady tried to get it banned because she said it had profanity, it uses God's name in vain, and she also was salty about the fact that they uh, talk about sex, drugs, suicide, murder, and abortion. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and 8th graders were reading it in 2017. And all I have to say about that is if you think that your kids are not being exposed to that in movies, we gotta have a talk. Yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> really though. Like,
0: it's everywhere. Yeah. And there's a funny article I read um, after I read that, and the lady uh, suggested reading a safer book by this guy. Um and he wrote an article. He goes, my book was suggested as safer than Fahrenheit 451. And it was a book about, like, similar topics, but, like, an, from an Amish person's perspective. And I'd have to look up what the book was actually called. But he's like, there's there's murder in my book. It's a thing that happens. And I was like, <laughs> oh, jeez. So it was kind of funny. Just because, you like, you have to be exposed and discuss these topics, you know? You can't just like live in a world that's constantly safe and PG, and I feel like eighth graders are at that point where they can handle these kind of topics.
1: Yeah, they—that's kind of like the like stepping point of you know you're getting to be like a young adult at this point. You're starting to go into high school. Like, you need to start knowing these harder things mm-hmm. that is going on.
0: Yeah, the so. world isn't just like rainbows and unicorns.
1: Exactly, I thought it was um kind of ironic how this is like a whole book about burning books because they're bad, and mm-hmm. this book is getting banned everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's I what I was like, trying to think too. So.
1: <laughs> like, how more perfect can you get with that? That like this whole book about it is the one getting banned and essentially I know. like burned in a way, and I was was just like, yep, that's almost too perfect.
0: Truly. And then, according to Wikipedia, which is not the most reliable source, but I had a hard time finding other sources for it, a school, and I just kind of want this to be true, so I'm going to mention it anyways, a school once gave copies to students with all the obscene words blacked out.
1: That, honestly, (laughs) I could see a school doing that, so like, I, I, I just, feel like there would be places that would be like, well, we want you to read this, but we needed to censor it, so this is what I'm, you're getting at.
0: You know what I'm kind of imagining? I'm imagining a school where the kids are reading it, but every time a bad word just comes up, the teacher blows an air horn, and then they skip over it and go to the next word.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't
0: know why that's what I'm imagining. It's, it's like when you read it, but when... For me, when a word is blacked out in a book, I just imagine that it's, like, those confidential reports, you know? That they always show when you're in a, watching a movie and it's, like, Area 51.
1: Oh, yeah, and, like, pieces of information are, like, blacked out, but they're like, here's the rest of it.
0: Yeah. I just kind of, I thing, just yeah. kinda like, I try and fill in the blinks. So it's, like, I'm going to make this a lot more offensive than it was when it started, so. really? <laughs>
1: It's going to be something, th- like, small, and you're going to be like, oh my god, worst word ever is inserting right now.
0: Yes. And then <laughs> another school had a parent trying to ban it because they burned the Bible in the book.
1: Oh, I saw something about that. I was just like, oh boy.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, do you think that, like, they're going to say the Bible's safe? when Like, the whole purpose of burning books is the fact that they're trying to um, make everyone the same so obviously if you're trying to make everyone the same you can't have religion
1: exactly
0: you know so I just sometimes I look at these and I'm like did you even read the book
1: really though like it, the whole thing is about like that like being equal you can't have religion you can't have like a- any of that and it's just like people like pick out the topics that they want to see And they're like, well, they're burning this, it has to, like, we can't, we can't look at it. It's like, it's a whole warning, like, read it and understand that it's, like, a warning against this, not, oh my god, they burned the Bible, it's terrible.
0: Yeah. And then, so, when I bought this book, I was told in the actual library that this book was the entire reason we have separate censorship laws. And I found absolutely nothing to support this at all. Not a single thing. Except that according to Barnes & Noble, that the er- error code for who do want on your computer means that it's been censored by the government. So I, I have no idea if that's true or anything.
1: Yeah, that's kind of odd. you think there'd be more about it if it was
0: yeah, something. So I'm guessing it's one of those like theories, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, like someone like oh, this is why, like, they come up with their own and try and, like, pass it off to everybody kind of thing? Is that what you mean? Like...
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm gonna think. And then, fun fact, Faber, Fabrier, you know, the word I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah. The professor is a um, that name is the world's oldest pencil manufacturer and Montag's a paper company. But, <laughs> um... Ray Bradbury admitted that he had no idea and it's complete coincidence. He didn't know until after.
1: That's honestly kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. That he I didn't thought that was know
1: really that. Cool. That is like you wouldn't think that that could even happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like such a stroke of luck.
1: Really though, you think like if it was like these apparently big companies that he would have at least heard of it. Maybe he just heard the name and was like, Oh, I like that name.
0: Yeah, well, it's one of those um what is that called? What it's like in the, your subconscious.
1: Oh, I can't think of it. I know what you mean, but like
0: Yeah. <laughs> I know we're gonna have everyone in like the Twitter comments and be like, it's
1: this
0: and I'm like, oh whoops.
1: <laughs> That's usually how it goes. You can't think yeah. of something and everyone's like how did you not know it's
0: this it's like yep I should have known that (laughs) and now I'm like sorry my three brain cells couldn't figure it out (laughs) so then I want to talk about like do you think that this book lives up to modern day I I don't know like I mean I can start we can start there sure (laughs) okay I'll start and then we'll go off Okay. Okay. okay so I think that honestly this book there's parts of it that don't but that's because it was written in the 50s but I think it's a very good reflection about how we could go. You know, I think there is something interesting when you look at the fact that there's a lot of newspapers right now doing a clickbait a baby thing where they write these super catchy titles and everyone runs with it no one reads the articles nothing. And when you kind of read this book there is that moment where you're kind of like, "Oh, is this what the world could be you know mm-hmm. like it's i I don't know I find it difficult to separate where we are now to where we could be if we continue in this quarter um sort of if we continue down this train I'm like, where are we gonna end up? Are we gonna be like fair Board? do you want is no one going to read and it's maybe that's just because like I'm writing the high of Fahrenheit 451. So now I got like these super extreme thoughts, but I, I don't know. It's kind of interesting that I saw this whole thing about like, oh, Fahrenheit 451 is like what the social media generation needs today. And I'm not saying that. I think there's plenty of people who still enjoy books. And I don't think that like one day we're just suddenly going to be like, oh, no books. Everyone the same. Because I think we do really respect individuality still in the world and I think it's important to continue respecting individuality but I do find it interesting when you think about how the world's kind of going and how these clickbaity titles and all the newspapers are making money off of people reading so they make things kind of sound worse than they are
1: yeah yeah so I feel like I agree like some aspects it does kind of like translate over into modern day um books are like definitely making a comeback so like from things I've read of like you know we went to ebooks and that was everyone's like oh physical books are going to disappear but like the last few years physical book sales have been much higher than Mm ebook so like it's like they're not going away but I think like It's still, like, one of those things, like, we are doing such a push for equality, like, could we take it too far? Yeah. Like, they took it way too far. Like, it is definitely something we want to get to, where, like, we're all on the same page. But, like, there is a taking it too far, like, this book of, we're gonna burn everything because it makes us unequal, and it's, like... So... I feel like in a way yeah. that kind of does translate over because you know the we are doing like that kind of thing. My train of thought just
0: kind of uh-huh. zoop, gone. <laughs> I have the sentence.
1: <laughs> that,
0: yeah, I also think that to me the story itself is not very developed or detailed. While it's like the idea is good, I feel like modern day books are so detailed and the characters are so developed that like that doesn't translate very well like everyone's kind of flat but also he did write this book in nine days so
1: I mean yeah anything you write in that little amount of time is not gonna end up the greatest thing
0: yeah see I guess he was renting a typewriter and the typewriter was like per half an hour and it was, like, 30 cents for half an hour or something like that. So he was, he wrote the entire book in nine days. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's insane. So it's, like,
0: yeah. So from that perspective, I understand that these characters are not going to be super developed. But I think that that kind of... You kind of have to remember that this is, like, an older novel because of that. Because they... They don't super develop any of these characters and I think that's I don't know that doesn't translate very well for me because I feel like I don't really know these characters and I think that the movie does a better job of that
1: yeah I agree the movie definitely did a better job with that aspect Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah that would make a lot of sense like if he only had it for a certain amount of time to have to do it but you're right it still is like you can't there's very few you can connect to.
0: Yeah. Like, I read a book like that um, a couple months ago, and, like, one of the characters that's, like, close to the main character died, and I didn't care. And I was like, oh, this this is not very well written. But, like, I'm not saying that Fahrenheit 451 isn't well written. It's, like, a great idea. It just doesn't have a whole lot of depth.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Like, it is – the idea is – on point it is a great idea i think if he had more time i think Mm -hmm. he could have definitely brought it to where it could have been
0: yeah i think it could have been longer i think he could have played in the world more oh one interesting thing too because i remember we mentioned we both kind of talked about how um the ending felt like not really an ending Mm -hmm. so he actually kind of wrote a sequel. But it's a video game, and you have to have a very old computer to play it. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. And it goes on, I guess, the journey of Guy working with the um, Resistance. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I couldn't really see that much about it, um, besides that it exists, and that there is no further adaptation for it. But um, Ray Bradbury actually did write the video game storyline so it his is his actual work so it's canon but um i i don't see that there's been any sort of adaptation to make it for modern day consoles or anything that like we can realistically play because i don't i don't even know how to rent or get an old computer that's old enough to be able to play a game like that
1: yeah you'd almost have to like see if you could find like a gaming store or something that would have something that old
0: yeah so I don't know I just I was like could you have not written it down for us please (laughs) like like, I read books sometimes I play video games but not enough so
1: yeah you think like someone would have at least tried maybe to put it into words or, like, even if yeah. he just, like, wrote a summary and was like, this is what I thought would happen. and yeah. So, everyone who has questions.
0: Like us. Yeah. Well, it's like, isn't the Halo books, weren't they based off of a video game? I don't think the Halo books came out first. I, like. I'm not sure about that one. I
1: think, um, like, Assassin's Creed was that yeah. way. Um Yeah. But I'm not sure about Halo, probably. I know there's some series that come out after, like, television shows as well, Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't surprise
0: me. Yeah, it actually did surprise me. Someone, um, I was looking at something the other day, and I found this list of, like, books that were based on movies, and some of them I was like, oh, those didn't come out first? Uh I can't even remember off the top of my head what they were. (laughs) But I, was, I was like kind of shocked. I was like, whoa, okay.
1: It's definitely like, you're not expecting it, because for so long, everything has come the book first, and the movie is based on the book. So when someone mm-hmm. writes a book based on a movie, it's like, wait.
0: What? Like, those, oh, one of the things is those Disney um, books that are based on the villains. Have you seen those yet? I think so. I, yeah, think, I think I know what
1: you're sh- talking about.
0: I keep sharing them on my uh, Instagram stories and the hopes that someone will get the hint because my birthday's coming up, so <laughs> I at mean... the time of <laughs> recording, not at the time of publishing, but... <laughs> but I keep hoping, you know, I'm like, maybe one day. Maybe. Why some... I don't buy them for myself, I have no idea, but.
1: You just gotta wait till after the birthday, and then if someone doesn't, then you just go get it for yourself
0: honestly I just treated myself to like four of the Witcher novels so oh my gosh would you recommend this book to a friend um I think
1: so I think I probably would be like hey by the way it's kind of feels almost unfinished but I did like it Mm -hmm. and I think you might like it um I think I would only refer it to like specific people I don't think I'd do it to everybody because it's definitely not everyone's cup of tea. But I think there are a few people I would be like, hey, you should check this out.
0: I have a couple of friends who are just starting to like try and get into reading. Mm -hmm. And I think this book is it's old enough that it's now in the public domain because I've seen PDFs of it available online now. So I think it is Um, or they're illegal. I'm not even sure. This is really bad.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's, but, I think about, because I think it's like 70 years after publication, yeah. because then essentially they're thinking the author's going to be dead at that point. Yeah. So I think it's like between 60 and 70 years is when it goes into public domain after publication.
0: Because yeah. I have the 60 year anniversary edition, mm-hmm. and even that I think was published in... 2010 sticks in my head, but i I can actually look. Like I have it right here. Let's see. Well, if it was 1950, <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see if it tells me. It's gonna tell me somewhere, right?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: Okay, so the introduction copyright of the um of these. 60th anniversary was 2013 so i think it's probably about 70 years now somewhere around
1: there i think it was like 1952 or 3 if i can remember
0: it says copyright 1951 uh 53 and 67 okay and then it got renewed in 79 81 and 95 okay so now I actually don't know how copyright works. So that might have been an illegal edition, but it was from a university. So I feel like you can't... <laughs> well, I don't know. I...
1: <sighs> too late now.
0: I know. Sorry to anybody
1: now. if we took that from...
0: <laughs> I know. Well, it's just like the first thing, if you search Fahrenheit 421 PDF, now I'm telling everyone how to do this. Okay. You're all you're all probably millennials listening. You probably know how to do this anyways, but whatever. Have <laughs> um, you search? Fahrenheit 451 PDF. It comes up from a university and it's readily available. But anyways, I recommended it to a friend who's just starting to get into reading, as like they never really read throughout their life. And I'm just like, listen, I have all these books. And I'm gonna do a little self-plug here, but I think that's fine. I wrote a bunch of short stories on my blog and he like devoured all of them. And he's like, Oh, I kind of might like reading. I'm like, okay, here. Fahrenheit 451 it might be something you're interested in because I think it does a good job of moving the plot along without getting bogged down by character development which I appreciate character development but I feel like someone who's never really read books before and not super interested isn't ready for like super character development and character based writing and instead kind of just wants a plot that moves quickly I think this is the perfect book.
1: Yeah I would agree with that um yeah I've always grown up learning like everyone can be a reader but you just have to find like a book for you and so like Mm -hmm. that's always been my thing of every there's a book for everyone out there you just have to find it Mm -hmm. and like it will get people into reading I know so many people who like hated reading in middle school and high school and then picked up a book because they were like oh whatever I might as well do something and it clicked mm-hmm. with them and they're like whoa wait I actually like this and so yeah. then they're like actively searching for books that they're like okay like I think I might like this I'll try this I know so it's every- it's yeah for like <laughs> I don't I lost my thought Go. <laughs> oh sorry no,
0: it's, it's like, like it. for, for everyone I know that's just got is just starting to get into reading. Because basically, I've been forcing my friends to start reading. It's just a thing that's happening right now. (laughs) But every time I'm like, okay, what type of movies do you like? And then I start basing the recommendations off of the movies. Because I know if you ask people what genre of books they're interested in, they're not sure because they've never really read a book. But I'm like, if you can tell me what about a movie you enjoy, then I can probably recommend a book to you.
1: Yeah, I, that's definitely the way to go. And like, I am—I know people who like liked Harry Potter, and they're like, "Oh, there's a book. Like, I'll try that." And mm-hmm. from there, have been like, "Oh, okay, I want to try something similar," and keep going from there. So that's definitely a way to go. Or like, if they like are big gamers or something, figure out what type of games they like and recommend mm-hmm. off of that, like The Witcher. <laughs> is a big game yeah i'd be like hey why don't you go try and like read the book like you know
0: yeah the cover art for the witcher series too it looks very video game-esque and it's really pretty i don't think
1: i don't think i've actually seen the covers yet (laughs) i'll send you a picture later okay
0: like when we're done but yeah they're really pretty oh i can imagine But yeah, so I think I would just recommend this to someone who's not super into reading currently, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's probably the best way to go. So any overall thoughts about the book? I feel like I should have sent you these questions beforehand, but oh well.
1: (laughs) It happens. It's, it's been a crazy week, like we were talking Mm -hmm. about. So like, (laughs) it happens. I think, I don't know, like, overall, just like, my opinion of it, or like, just, like, things that happened, I guess.
0: Uh let's do overall opinion.
1: I, I think I, on, like, Goodreads, rated this, like, a four out of five stars. Yeah. Um, I feel like with the lack of character development and the ending feeling very, open.
0: Like,
1: yeah, I think if they had, he had closed up those and, like, developed the characters more, I think I would have rated it five stars because I really enjoyed it. It was mm-hmm. just those two things. I was like, I have more questions than answers at this point.
0: Like, what yeah. the heck? So That's how I kinda of felt too. I I think, you know, this book is really good. It has a it plays on a ro- lot of interesting topics, but I definitely wish there had been more character development. I wish that we did something with Mild what is her name? Mildred, yeah. The, think so. the wife, yeah. Yeah. I wish we had, like, actually discovered anything about her that made her a human being. Yeah,
1: because all we knew is that she just liked the TV. Yeah. Like, she wanted a fourth one. They had three, and she wanted another one. And she called it her family.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I guess that that's supposed to be kind of that everyone's the same, and no one really has any sort of character or interest or hobbies, but I still kinda wish she would have done some sort of actor rebellion or like we could have explored her thought process of why she had to turn her husband in and all that kind of stuff
1: I feel like her friends were almost more developed than her Yeah. like the one that one was like oh my husband's not like going to war like this is my fourth husband it's only yeah. gonna be 48 hours I guess he'll be back and then the other one who was like kids are useless and, like they yeah. had almost more than she did <laughs>
0: Yeah, like, they had, like, thoughts, even if they were, like, weird and obscure and kind of off-kilter, like, they still kind of had some sort of emotion.
1: hmm And, uh, like, it felt like just, they were only there for, what, like, ten pages-ish? Yeah. And to feel like they had more internal, like, I guess, I don't know. I'm not looking for dialogue, but internal dialogue so is what came to mind. Of, like, what's going on, like, in their head. Mm -hmm. than Mildred, and, like, he lived with her.
0: Yeah, I know. I was kind of, felt kind of weird about that one.
1: So I was like, okay, um, are we, like, not supposed to know because, you know, he's married to her, so he knows everything, so it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, she's in my life, whatever. Like, was it purposeful in
0: that way, or just... And now I was like, is this anti-feminist? I can't decide. <laughs> I feel a little bit like it was, you know, but yeah. I'm also like, I mean, it was published in the fifties, but at the same time, I'm like, why do we not know anything about women? Re- yeah. But I mean, I guess Clarice is developed, but then she immediately gets murdered, but okay.
1: I know she had like nothing. <laughs> it was like, bye-bye. I wonder if it also goes back to the... He wrote it in nine days. So, like, he wasn't thinking Mm -hmm. about, like, the wife. Like, maybe it was just, oh, the wife needs to turn him in. And so, like, she was kind of supposed to be, like, a plot device. And so she didn't Mm -hmm. get developed. Like, I also thought about that of, you know, it could have just been a time thing as well. Mm
0: -hmm. But it
1: does... She just just seem really weird.
0: Yeah all right well that is our summary of fahrenheit 451 hi everyone so this was supposed to be two episodes but due to me messing up the microphone and accidentally using the computer microphone instead of my you know podcast recording microphone that sounds great and delightful Um, this was originally supposed to be two episodes and it's no longer going to be two episodes because I don't want you all to, you know, have to suffer through this for two episodes. Um, honestly, it's just because I messed up and I just... And we're going to reward you for listening to it by just giving you the whole thing. So, therefore, this is just going to go straight from the overall impressions into the movie. So, that's what's happening now. Okay, so, hello everyone. We are going to talk about the Fahrenheit 451 movie today. I have a lot of thoughts. (laughs) So, to start off with. Oh, also, I am joined today by Nova.
1: Hi again.
0: I <laughs> know. I just like got so into the movie that I'm like, oh, I can't even introduce my guest.
1: <laughs> You're just prepared and ready to go.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm like, all right, straight to the point. They'll figure out who you are.
1: <laughs> Ten points for whoever guesses correctly. <laughs> I know.
0: I'm like Gryffindor. Um. Okay. So the intro. It really seems like they use the same burning animation over and over again. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah. It was like, okay, <laughs> now you just look like a fake
0: fire. I know. I was like, what's your budget? What did you spend your budget on? Was it buying all the books to burn? Because, you know, we could have just used replays of that instead of the same burning and uh, animation over and over again.
1: Really, though? It's like... There are ways to make fire look not like the same animation, and that was not how you do it.
0: (laughs) And you're telling me HBO, who can CGI dragons, could not afford to get a secondary burning animation.
1: Uh, They spent all their budget, apparently, on on
0: Game of Thrones. (laughs) I don't even think, because this came out in 2011, I believe, or somewhere around there. So I don't even know if Game of Thrones started... I don't know if Game of Thrones started, actually. The movie
1: came out in 18.
0: Yeah. Oh, it did?
1: Yeah. Oh, you're right,
0: you're right. So yeah, (laughs) they did waste the entire budget on on, um, Game of Thrones. So they're like, there's nothing left.
1: (laughs) All their money there. And we're like, well, we have to keep producing stuff, but we don't have the money to do this. So (laughs) we're going
0: to try. It was like Game of Thrones... Westworld, and then they look at Fahrenheit 451, and they're like, "Not for you, <laughs> basically." <laughs> also, there's a okay. So you know, the intro aside, I was as soon as it starts, he's putting like eye drops in, and I'm like, "What is this thing with the eye drops?" Yeah, I was like, "Uh, what is it going I like, on?" I know. I was like, "Does everyone have dry eye from looking at screens all the time?" <laughs> I mean, valid. Yeah. (laughs) There's blue light glasses for a reason, friends. Really, though? Oh my gosh. Also, I do think it's interesting that they changed everyone playing poker to suddenly the firefighters are in a fight club. I'm like, weren't they playing poker in the book all the time and just playing cards, and now suddenly they're like fighting? Yeah,
1: it was um, the cards, and then they would do like the dog fight with the mechanical hound out back. They'd, oh like, yeah. Give it stuff, like they throw stuff in with it,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like watch it th- them perish essentially, so they yeah. could see
0: what the the hound would do. I forgot that that was part of it. The, the mechanical hound not being in the book, uh, the movie. I mean kind of made me upset
1: that was I was so looking forward to that because he was such a big part I call it yeah like it and then it was just
0: gone I was like uh what that and the fact that the end that they had an actual like dog I was like wait there's not supposed to be animals in this world so not sure what that's about
1: yeah I was like, okay, they can have a real dog, but they can't have their mechanical death pupper that is in the book. One good boy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, um, interesting.
0: Yeah. The other weird thing was that they summarized the books on the internet, which they called the Nine. And I'm like, this wasn't even an option before you know, there was no summary of books. They basically pretended, like, books didn't even exist.
1: Yeah, they, like, they definitely modernized the movie for, like, mm-hmm. what's going on now, I think. Yeah. um, Because, like, the whole, like, social media thing, like, as they were doing the news stream, you could see, like, the things part- pop up, like, the heart Montag and, like, plus plus a 100 or whatever. Like, yeah. that is very, like one of like the live things like Facebook or Instagram live nowadays. Mm -hmm. I was like, so they definitely took it and like moved it into now.
0: Yeah. I definitely saw that too. I think, I think they did a good job of modernizing the novel, but there was, there were some things about it that I was kind of confused about. So one of the things that they talk about is the first house they're burning. They're trying to upload books to the internet and basically make eBooks. Yeah. And then I was confused about the eels and natives and my whole issue with the eels is that you're instead of like I guess putting these people in prison for life you're basically allowing them to take away the structure that you've created. You know? Because these people aren't going to stop wanting books to be returned. Like They're part of a rebellion. So it's like They're basically allowing the Rebellion to exist, because all they do is take away their fingerprints, you know?
1: Yeah, they, like, it was, I thought it was weird, because, like, yeah, they can't do a whole lot anymore, because, like, at one point it showed Guy going through, like, a train station, and he had to use his fingerprint to get in. So, like, they're limiting what you can do, but it's, like, you can still do things. Yeah. So, Like,
0: like, what was the point? Yeah, I don't know, because it's like in the book, I think everyone goes to a insane asylum. You know, yeah, or they were dies. like sent away, yeah. But it's like all these people still exist in the culture, so it's like they're still going to rebel, you know. For I don't know, because there's no reform system, you know, like you can't really yeah. brainwash people to not want books anymore so I don't know it's it was weird I thought I was that was one thing that was a plot device I didn't really understand
1: yeah that was kind of weird like I got like I thought it was I like the use of like the eels because they at one point were like they're slippery as an eel or whatever like mm-hmm. to go into hiding and I was like okay I kind of like that yeah usage but it didn't, mm-hmm. yeah, it didn't make sense of, like, you think they would throw him in jail, or, like, in the book, The insane Asylum. Yeah. Because, like, in the scene with all the kids, they were like, books are bad, and these kids are, like, cheering them on when they burn the fake book. Yeah. So
0: it's, it's like, there's like the...
1: gonna be something going, like, that they do to these eels, like, what?
0: Yeah. I know, because then there isn't really any repercussions besides making your life a little bit harder yeah but the thing that was weird to me is them brainwashing the children was like very reminiscent of like um the nazi what is that the kids that were the informants do you remember what that was called
1: no i don't remember that like i don't remember what that was called now.
0: oh yeah it was like the nazi kids who were basically it's kind of like the same thing with the um the uh in Harry Potter, the High Inquisitor Squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, where they were like, um basically it was all these kids that were supposed to keep like a watchful eye and make sure that their neighbors weren't doing anything wrong or their parents weren't doing anything wrong. You know? And it turned these kids into like little, you know, tattletales. And would get parent their parents and like their friends and adults in jail or killed you know yeah so it's very reminiscent of that when I was watching that that's what I kind of felt like was happening
1: I thought it was interesting how they use the see something say something because that's been a big like anti-bullying campaign campaign right Mm -hmm. now and I was like okay I like how they like twisted that hmm Of, like, we're trying to stop it using this campaign, and they're taking it to, like, the next level. I was like, yeah. okay, that is kind of clever.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a lot more correlations to, like, modern day that I think they did very well.
1: Definitely. They definitely hit that, like, pretty well.
0: Yeah, and the one thing that I thought was interesting was Clarice being their intel for the entire, um movie. You know, because in the book, she was just like some neighbor kid who yeah. liked books. And now she's like intel and trying to make sure that people she doesn't know get burned while still trying to reduce her sentence. And I'm like, did they give them their fingerprints back? Is that how that works?
1: It sounded like it when she said that. She was like, you, you told me I had this much left before you removed me from being an eel.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like... I was like, wait, they can take it back, like, yeah.
0: That was do they weird. Like,
1: reprint their fingerprints?
0: Yeah, I'm like, how does that work? Does everyone gets their fingerprints stored, and then they're like, ah, you can have yours back.
1: It was weird. I also wondered, like, if that community she was in was eels, because everyone mm-hmm. else was in these nice, fancy houses, and then she's in like this, like, really poverty-ish Oops. building. Yeah. It was like, okay, is this like what is this? Is this where they go? Is this where they live? They can't live a good life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering too. Because like, I guess
1: the whole thing is about equality. I'm like, wouldn't you all be in like the same type
0: of house then? Yeah. Why were these even built? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing I thought was kind of um, interesting is I did a little bit of research while I was looking at the movie. And it turns out that um when Ray Bradbury was originally looking at adapting this movie, he had like assisted with um I don't know if it was a play or if it was an earlier movie, but he had let Clary stay in throughout throughout the movie. So I think he kind of regretted killing her in the novel a little bit.
1: I think so. Like she didn't even get like a good death. Like she was just yeah. like, dead. Like she got yeah, hit she's by just a like, Bye.
0: It was, it like, was all like, off-screen.
1: It was like, oh, come on. Like, if you're gonna kill her, like, have her being killed for reading or something. Like,
0: yeah, don't just hit her
1: with a car. I know. And we find out, like, through the wife, is like, oh, by the way, I, I think she yeah. died.
0: There was not as much, there was, like, no vehicular manslaughter in this movie either. There was, like, no vehicles at all besides the fire trucks. Yeah. There were very
1: few. Like, the scenes where the fire trucks were going down the road, it was just them.
0: Yeah, I know. I was like, huh. I was like, where's the vehicular manslaughter? Like, I was promised. Really?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> also, I had to make a note that they pronounced his name Baby instead of, like, Betty as it was in my head. Did yeah. Did you notice that?
1: Yeah. I was like, so I was okay.
0: Like, yeah, I, I don't know if that's canon and how that's actually supposed to be pronounced or if that's, like, a... uh, You know, when... Um, Jim Dale first started reading the books before the movies came out and he pronounced it Voldemort.
1: Oh yeah. Or like so Hermione, everyone like
0: Hermione. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, is this canon? Like, should I say baby or should I say Betty?
1: Yeah, I was I was like, Okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And then the wife's not even in this movie at all. Mildred's completely gone.
1: I know, it's just um like, the love interest is Clarice, which I kind of mm-hmm. liked because it gave her more of, like... Purpose. Yeah. I think I liked that a lot better than her just being, like, the neighbor kid. Because yeah, I... I feel like the wife I had mentioned, like, in the other one, that she was almost like a plot device and wasn't mm-hmm. really there. So I liked the use of Clarice as, like actually trying to help him figure out what he's thinking and the love interest and I thought that was a great way to do it
0: yeah and I like that they actually like aged her up well you know because she was like a teenager and I think he was supposed to be like 30 you know and then they made them the same age in the actual movie which I think was a better plan
1: oh definitely
0: because it did seem like there was a little bit of like love in the book and I was kind of uncomfortable about it
1: yeah, they were kind of hinting, like, a weird kind of romantic thing. And it was like, yeah. okay. <laughs>
0: and I was like, she's too young, that's gross. Uh, and then in the movie, they're trying to get rid of all the old people so that true history is gone. And he literally says true history. And I was like, oh, so you all know. And you're just trying to kill off everybody that actually remembers.
1: Yeah, I like how even, like, the he asked the, what is it, like, the Yuxi Yuxi. I don't even know what, it, like, how to pronounce that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, He was like, didn't firemen used to put out fires? And, like, it's like, that's a like, classic lie.
0: It's, they said it's eel propaganda.
1: Yeah. And so, like, yeah. they're, it was so weird, because, like, then, like, with the whole getting rid of the old people, it's like, how long ago did this start it? Like, I
0: know, it seems like it only happened, like, a generation ago, that they suddenly were like, oh, everyone's going to be the same. Whereas in the book, it seems like it had been happening for a while. Yeah. Well, no, actually, because Faber, Fabier, however you say his name, the professor was a professor. So this all actually in the book too was only about a generation ago that this started happening.
1: It's, it, yeah. So they brainwashed them pretty quickly. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I thought,
0: Because the professor in the book had said something about how his classes used to be full. And then over the years, they like dwindled to, you know, no one showing up. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did too until I was kind of thinking about it. But I guess, you know, this all happens very, very quickly in the book and in the um, movie.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems to because like there's no way... They can talk about, like, oh, the old people know without yeah. it being this quick of, like, a switch.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that was kind of interesting is, like, uh, Beatty is writing, and then he lights it on fire.
1: Yeah, that kind of... I was wondering, like, because we had talked about which side was he on, because he was very back yeah. and forth. Yeah. I was like, is he part of this whole, like, he doesn't want to see books go? And so that's why he's writing things down. And then it was, like, yeah. weird things that he was writing down. Yeah. I was like, I'm okay, what is going or
0: not? <laughs> you know, or if it was just, like, verses or what it was.
1: Because some of them seemed like quotes from things. And then at one point he was writing about Montag. Yeah. I was like, okay, what is going on inside your head there, buddy? Like, what are you thinking of? Why are you writing this? And, like, he'd put the lamp over the... the, The I'll call the like, yeah. And, like, even after he told it to go dark, he put the lamp over it. So, Mm -hmm. like, when Montag started, like, reading in the bathroom, I was like, oh my god, they're gonna know.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's still seeing everything.
0: So I'm like, this is why he gets in trouble, you know? Mm -hmm. Because they don't have the wife to report it anymore. So they had to like have something that's gonna report it. And I guess <laughs> it's basically like in home Alexa.
1: Yeah, that I that just made me think of like, you know, people are having a lot of issues with those nowadays. People are hacking them mm-hmm. and like getting information about you and stuff and like using yeah. it against you. I was like that just made me think of that. I was like, wow, that also connects in that way. Mm-hmm. of like look at I, this thing like in our house
0: <laughs> I know I literally have one in my bedroom and it just lit up as I said that and me and my boyfriend whenever we're one of us has to set one and we're on the phone will say like she who must not be named that <laughs> so she doesn't like ring up you know yeah but yeah I thought that was kind of wild I, I I do think that that's interesting because they took out Mildred and they had to take make that still work I think it's interesting to have something that is supposed to only be able to hear, but still sees.
1: Yeah, like, that's, I don't know, that just, like, was r- such a creepy thing. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. It was really real, and it hit too hard, and I was like, oh
1: <laughs> But I liked how they did that for, like, the modern, you know, that's, that's what we have mm-hmm. now. We have those. Yeah.
0: Another thing I thought was pretty interesting too is that they didn't really have a whole lot of physical books. The so people who had books mostly had like tapes and such that they were uploading to the internet or trying to. Yeah. Like there's a few people who did have actual physical books, but most of the people who are part of the rebellion only had like tapes.
1: Yeah, I noticed that. And like Clarice was making like the tape layers. Mm hmm. I thought that was interesting, like a thing for her as well
0: yeah and then one thing that I thought was really weird too is that they call books graffiti yeah and then when um they're raiding that house instead of like um instead of Montag taking the book itself Beatty was like telling him to read the book yeah I thought that was interesting yeah so I'm like I think he was kind of trying to convert him at that point a little bit even though he's like ashamed, but he still writes and reads.
1: Yeah, because he was very like I questioned him the whole time because he is mm-hmm. so back and forth all the time. Yeah, and like at that For moment, sure. it was kind of he was like, "Do it, do it." Right. And book. I was like, "Okay, is he hinting that he wants him to do this? Like, yeah. be part of it?" So it was very like interesting to see that dynamic in that way yeah
0: for sure and then the other thing i thought was weird that when they raided that lady's house that had like a ton of books she taped books to her like they were bombs
1: i laughed at that that was hilarious i I loved that
0: part
1: that was amazing i was like oh my god she's going all
0: in I know, I was like, okay, like, what? I have no idea why that's a thing that's happening right now.
1: I know, that it was, was
0: just...
1: <laughs> it was something else.
0: Also, they did a terrible voiceover to hide the code word.
1: I know, like, people can see that, guys. Like, they know that's not what they're saying.
0: I know, they didn't even try, either.
1: It was like, okay, clearly we know that these people are that brainwashed because... You can see it clear as day that that is not what is being said.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, don't they live stream all of this? Yeah, they do. So I'm like, how did they correct this after? You know, because tens of thousands of people probably already saw it.
1: Yeah. for It's like, it's almost hard to change it at that point. Like, good luck trying to make that any different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: people For know sure. it and they're gonna go with it
0: yeah and then um the first time I s- knew something was wrong was when Montag put the sensor in the dark and it still responded to him mm-hmm. I was like ooh, no like I knew he probably sh- when I saw um when I saw Betty put the light over I knew that like Montag's gonna have an issue with this but as soon as it said it started responding, he goes, I am in the dark, it's just me and you now. I was like, nope, don't trust it, don't trust it.
1: I know, I was like, you're so screwed. Yeah. He like, was like, two times two isn't five? <laughs> and he yeah, like I looked like, up like, uh... I was like, yep, have fun with that.
0: I know, I'm like, you have ruined it. <laughs> also, one of my big notes was, there's a lot less murder in this movie. Yep. Which we kind of already talked about, but I still, it's just, it's wild to me. I'm like, that was a big part of the plot was that kids were like killing people.
1: Yeah. It seemed very odd that that wasn't as big of a thing.
0: Yeah. And then um, they kind of talked about how they're getting rid of different languages, which I know there's been, a couple of years ago, I remember there being like a sort of push for a universal language. Do you remember that? I I kind of yeah yeah so I kind of was like oh yikes like that's because I kind of remember them saying that like English should be the universal language and I'm just now I'm kind of thinking like if that's if we did go down that road like as a like population like as a world what how far would we take that to make things universal like it could get really close to Fahrenheit 451 and I don't like it
1: yeah that's for sure. I think I know like I think they're kind of doing something like that for like at least officials. Yeah, going to like the United Nations since most everyone speaks English in some sense anyway to make it for that, but like not requiring everybody everywhere to do it. Which I think that makes sense because you know, they have to go to all these meetings and if you guys can't understand each other then like how Yeah. So like, like That makes sense to me. Like, that seems fine. But it's, like, to make everybody do
0: it is kind of, like, uh... I do think it's kind of wild that they're making English the universal language, because English is one of those languages that's very hard to learn if you know another language, because we don't have any rules. You know, whereas, like, languages have rules for how sentence structures should be. Like, this is how you um, change if it's a female that you're talking to, a male you're talking to, or, you know, whatever. They have certain rules. But it's, like, English, it's, like, eh, whatever it goes. Like, we have I before E, except in most cases. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, like, I before E, except after C, and in cases, like, neighborhood and way, and then you think of, like, weird, and, like, all these yeah. other words. Like, have you seen that mug? It's, Like I before e except after c, and this is weird. And then it like lists all these
0: other ones words. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yep. (laughs) I'm just like, I'm not a proponent. I don't think English should be the number one language. I think it's kind of difficult for anyone to learn. To be honest, like unless you already know English, it's really hard to actually like learn English because it's we have no rules.
1: We we pretend like we have rules.
0: Okay. yeah literally
1: <laughs>
0: doesn't actually don't... get followed but you know yeah. I'm just like is America so selfish that we just continually like, like oh our language is the best even though it makes no sense ever
1: I think it's also because like there are other countries that's the main language like mm-hmm. the UK and Australia are both English countries
0: yeah and I guess they're pretty big countries as in that too You know, like, population-wise, they are really big. So, I don't know. I guess we're just, like, overpowering the rest of the world. But I really feel like it should not be English. (laughs) That's just a personal thing, though. But whatever, it's not that deep. Um, One big note is that they made Clarice older, which is kind of what we talked about earlier, and that he doesn't have a wife, so that's good. You know, there's less weirdness about her being a love interest yep and then clarice mentions that the drops are apparently making them forget and like have bad memory but i'm like why is everyone taking them like what's the cause that makes them think that they need to take them every day
1: yeah like is it part of the brainwashing of like they came out with at first, like, oh, like, if you don't take these drops, like, you're going to get sick or something. Yeah. And then just kind of went from there. Like, yeah. could that have been kind of the start? And then yeah. so people are like, oh, I have to use my drops. And then at that point, everyone's kind of already just using them and it's
0: normal. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then apparently they're in Ohio. And I don't think they ever actually mentioned where they were in the book.
1: No, nah, they yeah. mentioned some close-by things, like, I think it was, like, Detroit and St. Yeah. Louis. So, like, I knew it was in, like, that area. Yeah. But, like, yeah, they didn't really have a location location.
0: Yeah, but hard and fast in the movie there in Ohio. Yeah. Also, they show, like, blind people reading Braille. And I just... That kind of hurt me, because I was like, yeah... In this world where it's everything's kind of visual and TVs and all this stuff, like they don't really make accommodations for anyone that has any sort of disabilities. Yeah, so much for being equal. <laughs> yeah, literally. I'm like, if anyone was like blind, you know, they can hear it but they I can't imagine it. If you're deaf, there wasn't any captions on anything.
1: Yeah, like, you saw, like, the live stream things, but... Yeah. It's, like, those were completely forgotten about.
0: Yeah, so I'm just, like, how does anybody with a disability exist in their world? Or are they, like, auto-eels?
1: Maybe they are.
0: Ah, uh, it's terrible. It's so awful.
1: Because I know in, like, other dystopian things, like, if you are like have a deformity or something you're outcasted so like they get rid of that gene
0: yeah and so
1: like it doesn't make everybody equal because now you just have a whole like chunk of the population you're just like bye
0: yeah so So then um, they basically start raiding all these eel camps and Montag helps Clarice escape and again you know it's still problematic that they didn't, like, put them in an asylum or whatever. Like, they didn't expect them to rebel again. Mm-hmm. They basically made a system where everyone that likes books becomes poor and all live together. And they're yeah, like. This like... isn't gonna do anything.
1: <laughs> and that seems very weird because, like, we wanna get rid of this problem, but we're going to completely just. Ignore the fact that they're all together.
0: Yeah, literally. Like, okay. Good job getting rid of it. (laughs) Yeah. Baby caught um, Montag lying. And Montag keeps getting flashbacks to his dad, who I guess read books. But his dad says he's, like, an amazing firefighter, but he's still, like, reading books. I don't really know.
1: Yeah, that was kind of odd, I thought... But, like, I think it kind of was interesting of, like, Beatty was there. Mm-hmm. At the very end, we saw that he was there. So, like, was it, he knew this kid was going to be, like, his dad, so he wanted him to grow up a different yeah. way? Or, like, what? Like, it was just very odd, I guess, mm-hmm. of how it all happened.
0: Yeah. So, Montag attempts to quit, and uh, Beatty's like, nope. Won't allow them to quit. So I'm like, mm, because now you basically force firemen to stay in their position, yeah. even if they are not like leaving in the mission at all.
1: Yeah, I was like, this is gonna end up badly for everybody because, yeah, like, can they not just like, go get a different job, or is it kind of like a
0: signed a birth situation? Yeah, that's what I was wondering too
1: because it just it did seem very odd that, you know, he, yeah. He wasn't allowed to leave.
0: Yeah. So um the book nerds take guy to a compound and there's an entire underground network of book nerds which I love. And I guess they're using animals to transmit books.
1: You know? Yeah, I thought that was interesting how they put it in the DNA.
0: Yeah.
1: And so I'm just like, like how does that work? Like all of the history is just in the DNA. I was yeah. kind of upset with the ending because of that, because like he releases the bird, but it just goes into a flock of birds.
0: <laughs> yeah, it does have like the tracker on it, but I'm like, how am I gonna get this bird? Like with the I was, tracker.
1: I was like, come on, like I felt like it was the book all over again of the ending just like didn't Happen. Do you
0: anything. Yeah.
1: Because like, you know, we we could have seen someone like even just grabbing it.
0: Yeah. For sure. Like that it went over been, like helpful. this farm.
1: And I was like, oh perfect, we're getting an ending. Yeah. And then it's up in the air with all these birds. And I was like
0: Seriously? Like
1: Okay. That's where this is an ending?
0: Honestly, like we don't even get
1: an ending again. <laughs> Come on guys.
0: I was so mad about it.
1: Like, I know but, they said, like, it could breed. Like, yeah. one they we're gonna take it out and put it in other animals and just keep breeding it. Yeah. So, like, obviously it can breed into other birds, but, like, if you can't yeah. find where it went, it's useless.
0: Yeah, I'm like, are you just gonna keep testing birds, hoping that, like, this bird is mating with other birds?
1: Really, though? Like, it made I no sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, like, if it's a caged bird, I was surprised it survived in the wild enough to join a flock.
1: Really? I wonder if, like, maybe they just took it out of the air or something? Mm -hmm. Like, because it was the kid's pet, so, like, maybe they, like, had just picked it up somewhere?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Because there weren't really
1: any pets, so, like... Yeah. Where would they have gone and gotten it? Yeah. So.
0: So... Then, they, uh, while he was trying to get the transmitter for the bird, um, basically, Baby says that he knows that he read a book because he asked him if 2 plus 2 equals 5. And Guy was like, "Uh uh-oh. And they said that they got a special tip about Montag's house. So, it looked like someone had planted the books in his house, though.
1: Yeah, that was definitely, they planted that.
0: Yeah, I was like, it was like sitting wow in the middle of the living room. So I'm like how did they break into this guy's house and just plant the books in the living room?
1: That was just so infuriating because it was like then it was kind of clear what side B was on because it's like you literally set this up.
0: Yeah, honestly.
1: And like he's standing there and he's like that's not mine. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, everyone on like the nine is calling him a traitor." Yeah. And he's like, I don't even know what to do at this point.
0: Yeah. And then uh, they showed someone burn alive on the TV, but he didn't kill Beatty, which he did in the books. I was so mad about that. <laughs> and then the firemen somehow found on this before they did. I know, like, I don't understand
1: how they figured out that's where they were going, because they said it was off-grid. I mean,
0: I guess the tracker, but how would you know which one was taken? Or and that like, one was actually taken? They got there before them, so it's like, how do
1: you even know where they're going?
0: Yeah. How yes. many firemen locations are there that they can get there first?
1: Really? Like, they'd have to know beforehand where they were going and have, like, that good GPS to get them there 1st
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, like... How did they even know?
0: Yeah.
1: That was my big question of, like, you guys had no idea where this was. Otherwise, you would have gotten Mm -hmm. it months
0: ago. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, you do? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was kind of shook about that myself, too. And then in this one uh baby actually kills montag and i was like seriously i'm I, not happy about yeah, that
1: no i liked it so much better when montag was the one that killed bd yeah me like
0: too. it made more sense it really did it didn't make any sense for uh Beatty to kill montag
1: and like he almost did it like he was like angry and it's like okay why are you that angry that a bird got away like, there's yeah. something else going on here that we just don't know
0: about. Yeah, honestly. it's wild. But, yeah, I think the movie definitely did a really good job about bringing this into the modern day.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, besides the end, I really enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah, I thought it was really good. I think yeah, so that was the movie. <laughs> Any other thoughts?
1: I don't think so. I think for the most part... It was really good. I mean, I wish they had followed some other things more. Like mm-hmm. the um like the mechanical hound I feel was such a big part and they didn't have it. Yeah. But I feel like some aspects were better. Like mm-hmm. the character development with like Clarice especially, but just in general, like the characters felt more real
0: than yeah. the book.
1: So overall I thought it was like a really great movie. For
0: sure. Yeah, I really liked it too. I basically had the same thoughts. I thought it, it did really well. I think it brought it even more into the modern day. Yeah. I think it did a really good job at that. Oh definitely. To be honest. And I do think that like making Clarice more of a love interest was a better idea than like aging her up.
1: I think so too. Yeah.
0: Still don't really love the fact that like the eels are allowed to be an underground organization, but that's just me.
1: It's like they haven't figured it out yet.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me, Nova. Where can all the people find you?
1: They can find me pretty much anywhere at Novosaurus Rex with two X's and pretty much anything that doesn't have that name is linked to one of those. So it's pretty easy to find me.
0: And I'll link you down below so that everyone can just click them. Okay, cool. Alright, thanks for joining me and I will catch you all later. Bye. Bye. you all so much for joining me on this episode of the Bailey bookish podcast I really love having you all here and I love making these episodes and I'm sorry that this one was not as good of audio quality but I promise that I am working towards constantly improving and hopefully that won't happen again but I hope you all still enjoyed it and that it wasn't that bad um So, some quick little announcements. If you haven't joined our Barely Book Club yet, uh, we're hoping to start picking a new book for December here shortly. So, please be sure to join that and enjoy it and come talk about books with us. We also have a book chat. Um, That's a lot of fun. It's also on Discord. It's Right now, we're talking about um, From Blood and Ash, and throne of glass and a court of mist and fury and there's a cruel prince yeah cruel prince uh chat in there that i do not pay attention to because i have not read it yet and i'm sorry but if you have read that series you can talk to some great people in that as well so that's fun and you can find those at barelybookish.com connect um the link to that's also in the notes and it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm also pretty much everywhere if you want to connect with me online. Um, it's at Barely Bookish at basically everything. So, and that's also, you can find those on barelybookish.com slash connect as well. Um, the next book that we're going to be talking about is Little Women. Um, a lot of people say that they love this for uh, winter time. And so I was like, yeah, we'll do that. Sounds good. So be sure if you don't want to get any spoilers, you read that. Um, Just read at least like the first half for next time if you aren't able to read the whole thing. And then you won't get any spoilers. Or watch the movie. I don't judge you. Do what you will. Do what you want. If you just want to watch the movie, go for it. Do it. I don't care. Do whatever makes you happy. If you want to just listen and let me talk about it, do that too. Do whatever you want to do. It's chill you know, no judgment here. Judgment-free zone. Um, so yeah, that's about all I have. My logo was designed by my little sister, Sarah. It's beautiful. I'm obsessed with it. She is very talented. Um, and our theme song is called Video Game Blockbuster by Raphael Crux on freepd.com. And that's all I have for you all. I will catch you all in the next one. Bye!